Hello, friend. This is summer special number eight, which I believe is going to be our final summer special episode. We'll see. I was teased by someone last weekend that early in this series, I said it would be two or three, maybe four or something like that episodes. Now we're up to number eight and we'll see how it goes today. Maybe we will have a ninth episode. We'll see. We've been talking about the doctrine of the church, specifically how the church in these last days in the United States is in need of some transition. The church must pivot because we're no longer living in Christian America, if it ever was Christian, but definitely America was greatly influenced by the Christian worldview. And some would say it was the dominant worldview in America for probably almost 200 years, but not so anymore. America is now dominated by postmodern thinking, by a secular, humanistic, scientific worldview. And unfortunately, we, meaning the churches in America, have been operating with a model or an approach to how we do church that works well in a society that is very friendly to the Christian worldview. And that's no longer being the case, not wise for us to continue. We need to look elsewhere for our understanding how we do church in order to faithfully carry out the Great Commission in these days. I personally believe that there are two places we can look to gain much wisdom concerning what the church should look like moving forward in America. The first place we need to look is the New Testament. Now, it sounds almost like a Sunday school answer for me to say that. It's like obvious as can be, right? But what we need to recognize is during the New Testament, the Judeo-Christian worldview was not dominant. It was very much a minority view, which is similar now again today. The second place we can look is to the persecuted church globally. The persecuted church exists in places where the Christian worldview is a small minority. That's increasingly the case here in the United States, so we can learn from them as well. In this episode, I want to share eight ways in which the church in America, in general, not true of every single church, but in general, the church in America needs to transition in these eight ways. These are not in order of importance. They're simply the order in which I wrote them down when I was contemplating these things. The first area that the church needs to transition in North America, centralization to decentralization, or maybe put it this way, from a centralized emphasis to a distributed emphasis. God's people distributed into the community, into their neighborhoods, and start thinking of church not so much as a coming together in one centralized location on one centralized campus, but rather seeing that perhaps more as a hub of activity. In fact, what that's what we now call the facility in which we meet, the hub. We want to avoid using the language of calling it the church or just the church building or something like that. But from this centralized location, if you want to call it that, yes, we have our macro meeting here, but we don't see our church life as simply consisting of what we do in this one location, which tends to be the way we think in our churches. Rather, we want to think about being distributed out into the community, having micro churches that meet in various locations and various times throughout the week, have atomic churches that are meeting just about anywhere and everywhere, virtually on Zoom or on the phone or in person in a break room at a workplace or micro churches that meet in homes or in restaurants or at a park, wherever God would lead, a decentralized model. Yes, we can still come together all together in a macro setting at a particular location, but that's not the even necessarily seen as the primary place of ministry or activity for the church. Second area 
is the second type of transition. First type of transition, attractional to missional, the change in mindset. The second area of transition, we need to transition from informational to practical. What I mean by this is we have a tendency to think of churches as an educational institution primarily, rather than seeing the organization of the church built around the idea of life transformation. I think we lean too heavily on the institution of the school. When you talk about the different institution, the institutions in our society, we talk about businesses, we talk about schools, we talk about hospitals, healthcare industry, we talk about the institution of the family. Far too often our churches tend to lean toward, I think, in the last several decades, the business model and the educational model. And far too often we think of church activity and the business of the church is to educate people about the Bible and the things of God. And it becomes more about a transaction of information, getting Bible knowledge into people's heads. When what we really need to be aiming at is life transformation that results in good works. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared in advance for us that we would walk in them. Far too often we have seen as leaders of the church, our responsibility is just get the the Bible knowledge, and then let the Holy Spirit allow those people who've got the knowledge in their head now to live it out. And so we don't think much about how to help them live it out or model for them to live out or actually strategically and intentionally help our people live out what the Scriptures teach us. And so transition needs to go from informational to the practical. That frightens some people. They want to focus just on theology. But theology means nothing if it's not put into practice, according to the Word of God itself. Third area of transition. We need to shift our mindset from an emphasis on professional staff to an emphasis on empowered saints. According to the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians, God has called pastors, teachers. He's gifted the church with pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles, prophets, so that the body of Christ would be equipped to do the work of the ministry. We do not hire staff to do the work of the ministry. We hire staff We have leaders, lay leaders, paid leaders. The leadership exists to equip the people in the pews, using that old-timey language, people in the pews, that they would do the ministry. And so we need to have a shift in mentality from professional staff emphasis to empowered saints, everyday, run-of-the-mill Christians doing the work of ministry. Far too often in America, we have this mindset that the people in the pews, the, the lay people, and I don't even like this language, it's like they're functioning in the minor leagues, but the, the staff, oh, they're functioning in the major leagues. God's really using them. Well, God is using them, yes, but God is just as much using you, dear believer, who are not a paid leader in the church or a seminary trained or Bible college trained leader. Love your neighbor, exercising your giftedness. Love, the, love your fellow Christians. You're doing the ministry. We want to empower you to do that. Okay, so I'm going to pause right here and go ahead and decide to come back for a ninth episode next week where we continue looking at some of the shifts that need to occur in our mindset in the church in America. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. Is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.